This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here. They had dreams of one day owning their own piece of land and becoming fully fledged farmers. But their dreams now seem out of reach as the state owned agricultural colleges where they enrolled to learn commercial farming are quite literally falling apart. McFarlane Moledi visited two of these colleges and was met with dilapidated buildings, empty animal pens, plenty of cockroaches, and a principal giving desperate students the cold shoulder. There are 11 specialist agricultural colleges in South Africa. Owned by the state, they were all built between 1905 and 1982. For longer than a century, these schools that specialize in practical, hands-on learning have produced many commercial farmers. Your colleges are supposed to teach young students all the practicals that they require to, to be farm, a blast to, to be a farmer, <laughs> yeah. right? Especially for a student that has not been exposed to agriculture. Established in 1909, Potterstrom College of Agriculture is one of the oldest of the 11 institutions. Its students fondly nicknamed Pampunbura. It was once world-renowned and synonymous with agricultural excellence. Sadly, for the student representative body of today, and as is the case with most of the other 11 institutions, that picture has changed. The majority of those colleges are dysfunctional. The Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development provides the bulk funding for all the colleges. So, as long as students enroll, funding keeps coming. Pictures of derelict buildings in the Potterstrom campus shared on social media first attracted our attention. We set out to see things for ourselves. While undercover on campus, the Student Representative Council, or SRC, shows us what seems to be considerable neglect. Poor administration and campus neglect have been problems for years. AgriSA was part of a 2016 task team that worked on numerous problems experienced at most of the colleges. You've got a student-worker ratio problem. In some industries, there are more workers at those colleges than students. So your funding is completely skewed. Mm -hmm. uh, it goes, lands up in the pockets to workers and lecturers and so forth. Malosi Mohoto holds a degree in agricultural science, but he's a novelist because his dreams of becoming a commercial farmer were dashed. He started a national student movement called Saga, an agricultural graduates association. There is no transparency and openness. There is a lot of corruptions. They are not open to uh, the, the school SRCs. Malosi manages Saga from his home in Soweto, without any financial support, trying to raise students' grievances with the government. We hear grievances from the graduates all around the country, and we are trying to engage the, the departments. But, you know, our administration in the government is shallow. They don't take us serious. They are arrogant. They only care of themselves. Malosi says the absence of transparency is an ongoing issue for the SRCs from Northwest and Limpopo. But even worse is the lack of practical training, the very thing the colleges were built for. 
Malosi tells us in deep rural vendor at the Mazevandela College, students had to strike to get practical training. So we set off on the five-hour journey to Toyando. I grew up in a family where they practice agriculture. Second-year student Alethia Ngwakamunye studies plant production. She comes from a family of farmers but wants to become a commercial farmer. I decided to come here at Mazibandara College of Agriculture because I saw it on internet. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is a great opportunity for me. And then I arrived here. Mm-hmm. I was like, the things which I see in Prospector are different. Mm-hmm. It's like, we don't have practicals. Fourth-year student Mulueli Paswana agrees. He owns a farm, but decided to enroll at the Mazivandela College to develop commercial farming skills. But like Alethia, he was gravely disappointed. Things were hard. Uh-huh. My, my, my first experience, students were striking. The SRC gives us a tour of the campus, starting at the boarding facilities. This is the kitchen, this is the cafeteria, it's where we get our meals. This is what Agrisita is paying for. This is what Duff is paying for. Uh-huh. This is what Eldad is paying for. Whoever that is giving us bursaries, yes. paying for our meals, they're this. paying for this. You might find that the timetable for food is offering you one boiled egg and four slices of dry, dry bread. And this is the state of the, the, the kitchen? This is the state of the kitchen. So oh, with cockroaches! Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> College staff scramble to clean the kitchen as we enter, but there's clearly not enough time to cover things up. So inside here, they keep the meat, the cold drinks. Uh, I don't know, what's this? Uh, this beetroot, I guess. One cheese for 160 students. Yeah, that is the cheese. Mazivandela College receives just under 60 million rand from government every year, and the sector's training authority, Agricita, pays 40,000 rand per student per semester. Most students are bursary funded. If Agricita funds just 50 students twice a year, we estimate at least 4 million rand should be available for food, residences, and maintenance. So what's this? Is your, your swimming pool? <laughs> uh, I guess so. But this is what happens. We strike for maintenance of these residents. And they appointed service providers to come and do the renovations. And as we're filming, we're once again stopped by security, demanding we switch off our cameras, saying the SRC isn't allowed to show us around. Uh, sorry. Mm. Please stop that mission. Okay. We're escorted to the office where Principal Khatu Madao refuses to come out and meet us. You're taking a video of me. No, no, no. Which, Which one, Principal? Do they want us to come or do they want uh, yeah. SRC? Okay, I'll go with the police. We, 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 we come with, with our camera. No, you don't need the camera inside. We, we come with our camera. No, you, you don't need no, no, the camera. Coming up, security guards block our cameras as students reveal more on the dire state of agricultural training that your taxes are supposed to pay for. Eleven state-owned agricultural colleges funded by our tax rands are meant to provide practical training for a new generation of farmers in a nation desperate for land reform. But is the government taking young people in agriculture Seriously. Mazivandela College in Toyando, Venda, 
was once a jewel in the fertile Livubu River Valley, famous for a variety of tropical fruits. It could be a doorway to commercial farming for students from impoverished rural villages. Toyando is a treasure trove of agricultural opportunities. You can literally grow anything here from tropical fruits, vegetables, crops and livestock. So the opportunity to create jobs is massive, but commercial farming skills is one of its biggest constraints. The Mazevandila College was established in 1982. Today, it still receives millions of rands from the government to train young farmers, but students say they learn nothing. So when you're supposed to do practicals, what do they say? What do the uh, lecturers say? <laughs> practicals? You're talking about practicals. You go to Google. Oh, even Google. Oh, YouTube videos. A revealing campus tour led by fourth-year students Mulweli Pashwana and the SRC is cut short as college management demands that we switch off our cameras. Linear, sorry. Mm. Please stop that machine. So do they want us to come or do they want uh, yeah. SRC? Okay, I'll go with no, the we, producer. We, we, come, we'll go. we come with, with our camera. No, you don't need the camera inside. We, we come with our camera. No, you, you don't need No, no. Uh, yeah. College principal Khatu Madao doesn't want to talk to us outside and insists we get permission to film from the provincial spokesperson of the Department of Agriculture nearly three hours away in Polokwane. The spokesperson will give permission only if the principal clears it. We wait for them, waiting for each other. <laughs> Outside, the students grow agitated, and when security tries to block our cameras once more, they march into the boardroom. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry I invited these people, and they are, they are they're proceeding with it. They're proceeding with my day for today. No, not with your colleagues, but with yourself. You can get with them, but not with me. I'm subscribed to this college, and I reserve this right. We can't be keeping this college declining. It's our future. Principal, please, plead with us. We are your students. Principal, do you know the, 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 the issues that the students are raising? All of these things. Let us hear the grievances of the students and see what is happening. I thought we were in common agreement that Joshua will come back to you so that he can take you through what now. You know what? Instead tonight? of waiting for him to come back to you, you invaded my, 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 my boardroom now. They don't have time to wait for bureaucracy and emails and communication. These are their futures. All of these children, it's their futures that people are messing around with here. They're sitting there with their suits in Polokwane, yeah. making decisions, writing emails. A lot of problems you can't wait. Make, the point is clear. The very same people that you are asking for authority to do these things that are, are the very same people who are involved in the deep corruption that is occurring in this college. Principal Mudao refuses to hear the students out. With security still trying to block our cameras, the students lead us further into the campus. The struggle continues. Those studying animal health and production say they've never set foot inside the college's laboratories. There's still dust. Look at this. Have you ever been here? No. What subject are you doing? You're doing animal nutrition. Yeah, that's you did. You did basic animal and plant sciences. Yeah. You had to know the intestine of a chicken. Yes. But you never came here to make operations and see. So this is supposed to be the plant lab. This is supposed to be soil science lab and the plant lab. We are doing soil classification. I have to know about the soil, the origin and everything, the pH, the color. I don't know anything. 
Students who study crop production tell us they've only ever planted spinach and maize, which the college staff then grab. So they're even running their own little internal businesses here. As students doing our practicals, we go there and we work hard. Yes. After that, they will harvest our vegetables and sell amongst themselves. They sell it amongst themselves. With a very less price. You know, they are eating large. In 2016, a task team sent by government looked into the state of the colleges. AgriSA was part of that team which found, even then, that students weren't getting sufficient practical training. Questions were raised about the appointment of lecturers. There's a big question mark about the qualifications of many of the lecturers, uh, whether they um, do have the necessary qualifications in agriculture to transfer knowledge to those students. While at the college, we don't see a single lecturer on campus. The matron, who's supposed to look after the students in residence, is nowhere to be found. But how is practical training even possible when the college doesn't have enough farm animals? So what, what, what is this supposed to be used for, for chickens? It's a chicken house uh -huh. for egg layers. For egg layers. But there are no egg layers. Chicken pens were erected on a college sports field. There hasn't been one chicken on campus in two years. Students say they get practical marks for cleaning the pens. Things are no better at the milk production plant. For 160 students that are learning about animals and farming, whatever, they've only got one cow. Only one cow. How much money mm -hmm. are they claiming on their invoices to buy feeds for this cattle? Mm -hmm. Does the department recognize that it is only one cattle which is here? The Limpopo Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development answered our questions on behalf of the college principal. Practical training, they say, is done outside the college on small stock farms. So what about the facilities and infrastructure funded by taxpayers? No machine is working here. Meg, this was constructed three years or four years back. We came here to conduct the processing practical. Mm -hmm. Nothing is working. On and this, the is all new, this is all new machinery. Yeah, they're rusting. If you can imagine how much this cost to build just to stay and not do anything. You know, it would be one thing if you went to a college mm. and there was nothing. You've got the facilities here. Mm. These are world class. I mean, I've seen this on, on commercial farms. Yeah. But you guys have never ever used them. This is a travesty. I mean, it's unbelievable that government is allowing for this to happen. The collapse of these colleges has far-reaching consequences. Once the students graduate, the government funds them for further internships on commercial farms. They don't even have a practical, a conducive, a thick knowledge. They fail to, to perform outside there. Then they, the farmers, at, at some point, they treat them like a like general laborers. And that is a problem. These people are professionals. For students graduating from colleges such as Mazevandela, it'll be challenging carving out a career in the commercial farming sector. If uh, the industry has any suspicion that the quality of training at a particular college is not up to standard, that CV is discarded. 10 million hectares of farmland is under the custodianship of the state. Students say this land should be made available to agri-graduates.
Politicians are politicians. They keep on talking, but they, are, they need everything for their interests. When they get the land back, they will forget to do the production. They will never think about an African kid who need an employment from the land. They're collapsing it. These students' futures are on the line, and as McFarland so passionately stated, they don't have time to waste. We'll be checking in with the various colleges and hopefully have some positive updates in the near future. We love sharing these unique and eye-opening stories with you. If you have friends and family living overseas, they can also join in on the Carte Blanche conversation. Tell them to find Carte Blanche, the podcast, now on all major podcast platforms.